From COK Studios in Eric Deggins' driveway, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider some of the unorthodox methods Olympic athletes are using to get an edge on the competition. We'll also consider some interesting new slang words and phrases with the Kincaids in our Consider the Source series. And we'll consider that I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from ZoomTripTravelBot.com. Now with Brazilian Summer Olympic getaways to Mosquito Bay, Zika Cove, and Garbage Beach. Tell them Pepo, the vacationing dwarf, sent you. And the Hope Solo Foundation, hosting soccer camps for angry young girls who want to be taught about whining, unfair play, and poor sportsmanship. No Swedes allowed. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. We were off last week for a little summer hiatus, but we're glad to be continuing our coverage of the 2016 Summer Olympic Games in Rio. Olympic medals are won by margins of tenths or even hundredths of a second, so it's no surprise that athletes want any edge they can get, even methods not backed by a lot of scientific evidence. The alternative practice du jour in Rio so far has been cupping. We've seen the evidence in the large round bruises on Michael Phelps and U.S. gymnast Alexander Nadur. In years past, it was special stretchy tape said to support sore muscles and improve range of motion. Cupping is nothing new, and neither is trying out anything to get an advantage, but some of the athletes seem to be trying odder and odder things as they push themselves toward the gold. Cordell investigated this last week as part of COK's Rio Olympics coverage. In Rio, there have been a number of athletes using strange things that they think will make them better in their given events. Like any treatment or intervention, though, these purported performance enhancers are subject to the placebo effect, benefits due to the recipient's belief in a treatment. Not only can placebos improve medical indicators like pain in people who are sick, they can help athletes go faster, higher, and stronger. We're giving our athletes all kinds of stuff to try. Does any of it really work? You tell me. Dr. Rex Abbott has been working with U.S. athletes for over 20 years and has been using all kinds of methods and treatments to help them recover and enhance their abilities. Everything we do is totally above board. No steroids or HGH. This isn't Russia, man. Cupping is the thing most people have been wondering about. Does it work? Cupping works for some of our athletes. Michael Phelps seems to think it really helped him. Yes, he seemed to think it helped, but did it actually help? I'll be honest, I have no idea. Uh, we're pioneering treatments whose benefits are almost entirely due to the placebo effect. I told Simone Biles to put Spider-Man band-aids on her earlobes and to eat raw onions dipped in Vegemite before the team competition. She did it, and then she won the gold. Is there any proof that either of those things helped her? None whatsoever, but the perceived benefits are obviously huge. She did it without question, and you could see the confidence in her face when she ate those onions. I just kind of wanted to see if she'd do it. I told Ryan Lochte to drink a thimble full of Mountain Dew Code Red every hour to improve his speed. He shaved 0.5 seconds off his best time. Dr. Abbott says his work pioneering the placebo effect has been key to U.S. dominance at the Olympics. The more outlandish the remedies he hands out, the better the athletes do. Oh, we've been so dominant thanks to Dr. Abbott's cutting-edge methodology. 
Candace Starks is a U.S. badminton player who swears by Abbott's ideas. Did you know that the best recovery drink is Gatorade mixed with a raw egg and some Cholula? No, I didn't. Oh, it's huge for me. I also love the practice of booking. What's booking? It's where you put hot books on your genitals to unlock a special competitive hormone called galibal. Galibal. Yeah, it's the key hormone for all of us U.S. athletes. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. It's secreted from the flatubius gland in the upper wigwam. It's right there by the dorsal funny bone. I see. Assuming that any of these phony treatments has no proof of actual benefit but isn't likely to hurt an athlete, there doesn't appear to be anything wrong with the U.S. teams benefiting from the placebo effect. From Rio, I'm Cordell Nutbrock. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to one of my favorite recurring segments, Consider the Source. Leslie and Constance Kincaid are back with us to share the origins and meanings of new slang words and phrases that haven't quite become part of the popular lexicon yet. They're here with me today in the studio. Glad to see you, Kincaids. Always happy to see you. Greetings, Kana. Well, I understand you both have been trolling some unusual places for new words and phrases lately. We have indeed. We thought that a good place to find some interesting slang would be at the Republican Convention in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, I'll bet. How was that? Alas, we were unable to find anything usable there. How come? The only terms we heard there were new kinds of racial and ethnic slurs. I shan't be repeating any of them. Yes, it was quite eye-opening. We couldn't believe the sheer number of new words and phrases being used there. But every single one was racist or misogynistic. Every single one? Wait, I think Ream Slug might be okay to share with you. <gasps> Leslie Kincaid, how could you? Oh no, that's right. Ream Slug is actually quite offensive to the middle-class women of Dutch-Irish descent. Sorry, dear. Someone just lost access to my goodies for a fortnight. But dear... Tut, tut. So what words can you share with us, then? Well, we do have a few. The first one originated with a friend of a friend. It's depressive aggressive. This is when a person in casual conversation drops some extremely depressing nugget of information into the conversation to get attention and to bring the rest of the group down. As in, hey, this restaurant is really great. Yeah, but last time I was here was right after they botched my nose job and Dave broke up with me over Snapchat. Dude, way to be depressive aggressive. Well, I think we all know people who are like that. Of course. The next one is more than one why. What's that? This term refers to when a woman texts you using more than one why. It usually means that they like or have a crush on you. Okay, like, hey. Yes, I know Constance likes me because when she texts me and says hey, she uses at least three whys. Not right now. Only one why for you. Let's keep this professional, guys. Our final term is one that our friend Greta coined, and now Constance uses it as well. Indeed I do. It's let my girls hang. This is the act of taking your brassiere off after a long day and letting your breasts be free. I cannot wait to let my girls hang. Okay then. Well, we've learned a lot of new words and a lot about the Kincaids today. Thank you both for stopping by. It, it was, was our pleasure! pleasure.
That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also get breaking news from our team on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, and download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. We'd like to dedicate this week's episode to Larry Wilmore and the incredible crew and staff of The Nightly Show. Over the last two years, you've produced some amazingly funny and thoughtful satire and comedy. Larry, we'll miss your voice, but if you ever want to come on Consider Our Knowledge, you will be very, very welcome. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. We've seen the evidence in the large round bruises on Michael Phelps and mm, don't like the way I said Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps. He's the another swimmer. Oh. He's he's Michael's lesser known cousin.